The Chicago Bulls face off in their second preseason game today against the Denver Nuggets. We're going to talk about what to watch out for in that game specifically. We're also going to talk about the doubts surrounding the Chicago Bulls and why I think the Bulls are going to make doubters of a lot of people this year. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys could follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today, and it's game day. Right, The Chicago Bulls have a preseason game against the Denver Nuggets. And while, like I always say with preseason, you don't want to overanalyze preseason play, but there are some things that you do want to see. Right, There are some things that you can take away from preseason. And one of the things in the first preseason game is that the Bulls are clearly playing, at least in that one game, with a quicker play pace. They're getting up more three-point shots. They need to hit the ball at a better clip, but they're moving the ball around better uh, and with more frequency than what they did last season as well. Now, coming into this game against the Denver Nuggets, there's a couple of key things that I would like to see from the team. Please let me know down below what are some things that you guys want to see as well. And the first one up is point guard play overall. Not just Kobe White, but Kobe White and Javon Carter in this game. Specifically, who gets to start as well. But outside of that, right, Jamal Murray did play in the Nuggets' first preseason game. I expect him to probably play in this one as well. And, you know, Kobe White, we didn't, we didn't face Dame Lillard in the game against the Milwaukee Bucks. So seeing what our starting point guard, whoever that ends up being in this game, right, how they play against another starting point guard in the NBA, albeit preseason play, right, but also looking for that continued growth from a player like Kobe White, right? What he showed in last week's game, again, against not a starting caliber point guard, but what he showed, how much of that do we continue to see over this preseason play, right? The poise, the moving the ball around, the be able to understand when to take his shots, right? Those type of things we want to see from Kobe White, as well as pushing the pace, things like that you want to see from Kobe White. And then as far as Javon Carter, whether Javon gets to start or not, seeing how the offense flows with him, right? Seeing how the ball moves around with him as well. Those are key things to watch, specifically from that point guard position on how that play of the point guard is. And, you know, I think even though coming into the season, AK and Billy Donovan both even mentioned Io as far as one of the players in the running for to get that starting point guard position. Everything's kind of pointed to maybe being either Javon Carter or Kobe White and leaning more towards Kobe. But again, that's been one preseason game. Let's see how it continues for him and the team. But that point guard play is going to be a big thing that I see that I want to see as well. And then from the core three, how do they continue to balance out, right? Do they continue to kind of pick their spots, right? Do we even see very much of them in this game? Uh, Vooch with him. How much do you operate and allow him to be a playmaker for you as well continually, right? Do, does the ball... Uh, stop with either one of these guys. Do we see us default back to isolation ball, right? Those are the type of things you want to keep monitoring with the, with the core three specifically. I don't think we're going to get a lot to take away from those guys personally in any of this preseason play just because I just don't think that Billy Donovan's going to unleash that part of it if he is. So I think you know, you're going to see them play within that new form system that we're bringing, but I don't think you're going to see a lot of like just isolation playing and big time plays for them. I think it's going to be a lot of setting up the other players things like that. And then you got to get to the other young player in the starting five, right? Patrick Williams. We saw a noticeably more aggressive Patrick Williams. A couple of plays, he, he looked back to passive key, right? But for overall, we saw a more aggressive Patrick Williams. And does that keep up, right? Can he rebound the ball better? Play 22 minutes, two rebounds. We need to see better from the rebounding aspect of him as a starting power forward. 
but almost everything else of his game, the passing, the defense, the shooting the ball, right, the being aggressive, taking players off the dribble some. We saw a lot of that in that first preseason game, but there's still some things we want to shore up, right? And then other things, moving from uh, that to the bench, Torrey Craig. Torrey Craig came in and understood every minute that he played how to make an impact. And you want to continue to see that Torrey Craig, I think, is going to be one of the favorite Bulls by a lot of Bulls players coming into this season. And overall, the bench, right? That bench unit, we have such a defensive potential with that bench unit for the Chicago Bulls. And I really do think, um, you know, to continue to see how this bench develops, how they push the pace, how they do those type of things. We're going to see probably a lot of them as well in the second quarter of this game. And if we do, just continue to see how that, like, hey, listen, I'll tell you what, this may be the next bench unit to get a nickname. I, I think that when you look at having Alice Caruso, Torrey Craig, Io DeSumo coming off the bench as well, right? Andre Drummond off that bench, right? What does that bench end up shaping out for the Chicago Bulls? How does it end up working, whether it's Javon Carter or Kobe White that ends up joining them as well? Regardless of what that is, that is a bench unit that can have an identity that can help push the lead for the Chicago Bulls. And that's what you want to continue to see is how that pecking order is going to go, how they're going to be able to perform perform together. Because I'll tell you what, outside of just picking your starting point guard and getting chemistry in that starting lineup, the chemistry from this bench unit and, and, and solidifying that sooner rather than later and finding out what combination of players work best together is going to be a huge thing for this team as well that adds to this team's success overall. So that's what you want to see as well, um, how that play is going to be. And overall, the team brand of defense, right? Are we going to still be a solid defensive team all up and down? We Like, yes, that defensive unit, I'm sorry, that second unit has such high defensive potential for the Bulls, but we still need to be able to play a solid enough brand of team basketball that we can be successful in those things. So uh, the overall brand of defense from the Bulls, the offensive rebounding is another thing to watch. Do we, consider, do we get more offensive rebounds than what we – you know, averaged last season as well, which we did in the first preseason game. Those are things that you want to keep watching out for as the Chicago Bulls play the Denver Nuggets today. And then, you know, things from the from the role players, right? The young players, right? I want to see more of Ernalot Bidham. I want to see more of that um, in this game. Does, does uh, Dalen Terry look better? This is going to be really the most time and minutes that Dalen Terry gets is probably going to be within these first four preseason games, which one is already down. I think by that last preseason game, we're going to see a lot of the starters kind of rev that up. But like the young guys, does Dalen Terry show a little bit more to flash anything that he deserves any type of time once the lights are on in the NBA season? Getting to see more of Julian Phillips and Justin Lewis, right? Two young forwards that the Bulls really did bet on and they and they do see as part of the future as well, right? And Adama Sinago, how does he continue to adjust to second and third strings in the NBA? Because I think that's going to be telling for what it, what they look for him to develop on down in the G League this season. So those are kind of things that I'm looking for. Again, not necessarily looking for a win, not necessarily looking for this team to blow anybody out the water. I'm not even saying, hey, we're facing the reigning NBA champions because it's preseason, right? And you want to be realistic in what you're looking for from preseason play. But I do think this Chicago Bulls team has a lot that they can still work on in their style of play with their execution that they can improve on and continue using these preseason games to kind of rev up to the, to the regular season. So we'll see what that brings for the Chicago Bulls, right? Now, with that being said, I'm sure many of you guys have heard by now, uh, you know, the the annual GM survey, the Chicago Bulls were completely locked out on, right? Uh, only player or aspect of our team to get a vote in that was Alex Caruso as both the best defender in the NBA and best perimeter defender. He got uh, votes for, for both of those areas. He didn't win, right, but got votes in both those areas. And here's what I'll say, right? On top of the Bulls being predicted to 
finished le- lower than 10th. I think what ESPN has is finishing 12th in the Eastern Conference. Um, the betting sites don't have us very higher than that either. Here's the thing that I want to say. The Chicago Bulls are starting to get to the point to where they're being so undervalued that they're starting to become underrated. But I'm going to tell you why that's the best position for the Chicago Bulls to be in. We came into our initial season uh, after this team formed with, you know, the outlet saying DeMar DeRozan is the most overrated uh, signing, whatever it was, and we shined, right? And then coming into last season, a lot of a lot of doubts still around the Chicago Bulls because Lonzo wasn't going to be there. On top of everything else, Zach not, not being hurt, doubt how we finished the season prior, you know, struggling to, fit, to win, what, five out of our last 30-something games that season prior. And then we came into last season struggling as well, played much better after we got a player like Pat Bev, but we really didn't have that team identity, right? We really didn't have – there were so many question marks still around this team. But I tell you what. The feeling around this team for those that have access, for those there's a confidence level that this team has in themselves, that this team has in each other. And while you want that, right, and I think every team should come in with a level of confidence to start the season, that can either come crashing down or that can be strengthened very shortly after the season starts. But I've even seen you guys in the comments and a lot of Bulls fans saying, oh, well, this team isn't going to do anything. And I know some of you guys mean more so focused on the postseason and talking about titles. And that's true, right? I don't think anybody, even the most optimistic, hopeful, or inspired person in the Chicago Bulls team, uh, franchise is thinking that they have championship aspirations. Some of you guys do because I've seen you guys in the comments. And shout out to you guys for having that level of confidence. I, I, I envy you on that one. But I do think for people that are thinking that this is going to be a team that struggles mightily for the full season, that struggles even to make a play-in, I think they're going to prove a lot of these doubters wrong this season. This team has that collective chip back on their shoulders, and we talked about that coming into the first season of this team forming. Yes, they had Lonzo Ball then, completely different scenario then, right? But that team had a collective chip on their shoulders, and they came into that season, and you felt that. You felt that Zach Levine, who was at that point before his injury, having one of his most efficient and best seasons, even playing next to a player like DeMar, who had his own chip on his shoulder. Lonzo being in the in the situation where he said it was the perfect, finally in the perfect situation for him, right? This team, I think, is going to have a lot of that same identity in the sense that a lot of these players have things to prove. DeMar has things to prove as far as, and also being in a contract year. Vooch has been talking so much this offseason that he has to back it up, and if he doesn't, those dollars are coming for him even stronger. Zach has heard the trade rumors. He's heard the doubt around him. He's coming into the season fully healthy after finishing the season pretty strong, albeit not the Miami Heat game. Yeah, we know that was a struggle for Zach. Uh, but, you know, and when you look at even Kobe White, right, coming into the season, finally, like, having confidence in him, his role, the way that he needs to perform, all those things, that being a consistent part for Kobe White's game as well, right? Javon Carter and Torrey Craig coming into this team as well. And do not overlook the fact of Javon Carter being a player on the Chicago Bulls team that could potentially go be so because he's going to be relied on more. Even if he does come off the bench, he's going to be relied on so much more to bring just what he brings. And then the Patrick Williams portion of it. Pat has been talking a lot as well, and at least in that first season preseason game, he's backed some of that up. But I do think that this is a season where I don't know if Pat makes the leap that a lot of Bulls fans want and deserve to see from Pat, but I do think this is going to be another step up in the right direction for Patrick Williams, where he is throwing, starting to show some things that he's fixing in his game as well. I think that this is going to be a team that proves a lot of people wrong. And I think this is also going to be a team that, surprisingly enough, has a lot of fight in them, right? 
the, 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 the team that we saw that lost a lot of close games last year, the team that we saw that in crunch time didn't know how to respond, couldn't get a bucket, it seems like a lot of these players have heard that critique about themselves and are coming in to prove people wrong. And, hey, even Io DeSumo coming in now, so much like going almost back to where he was his rookie year as far as he has to fight to get consistent minutes on this team. This is going to be a team that I think we finally see the team that Chicago Bulls fans appreciate, and that is a team that fights hard. How, how much that ends up in the win column, we can see. But I tell you what, the doubt around the Chicago Bulls team, I understand. I don't necessarily agree with all of it. I agree with some of it. But I think that this is going to be a team that just, it feels different. And so we'll end up seeing with that, right? And when we talk about players, uh, well, we talk about the Chicago Bulls and talk about the need for a player to kind of step up, break out, whatever it is, you, we have two candidates that are really seem prime for that in Kobe White and Patrick Williams. And as I've said in videos before, a lot of this season's success comes down to the way that these players grow, right? The way that these players are pushed, the way that these players step up in ways that we've been asking for for years and that we've seen flashes of, especially the last season from Kobe, but that, that we haven't seen consistent. And I want to be that, that to be consistent by the end of the season for the Chicago Bulls. We got tons of things ahead of us, right? And I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying it's going to be clear. But I tell you what, this, this season for the Chicago Bulls is an important one. And I, and I specifically look at those two young players specifically and what they can bring to this team in helping fledge out and fill out the gaps in that starting and overall in that starting five and with the core three. This is, the, this is that season. And, you know, I think that also in a way, this puts a lot of pressure on the front office and Billy Donovan. I'm not saying that Billy Donovan is on the hot seat. You guys know. Uh, you know, he, his extension technically hasn't even kicked in, and we still don't even know how many years are on that extension. So I don't necessarily think Billy Donovan's going to be on a hot seat regardless. The season would have to be a complete and utter fail for that to happen. But I think it puts pressure on this coaching staff, the player development team, and the front office to pick a direction, right? And the direction could be steady. Let's keep some veterans around while the young guys are, are forming. But that direction could be made clear by a couple of these young players stepping up. And I definitely think that that's going to be a big thing for this team. And we'll end up seeing, man. We'll end up seeing. There's a there's a lot, so much around this Bulls team that, you know, it, it's hard if you're a real Bulls fan not to be excited, but also to be pessimistic even in that excitement over what this team is going to end up turning into. We'll end up seeing. The story's left for them to write. And we'll end up seeing what this team ends up being for that. But, hey, let me know what you guys think is always down below. That's my time for today, guys. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.